0: Good morning. I am Michael. This is the morning burrito. That is my partner, Eric, and we are back together we are again. Back. We are back. I hope you missed me. I did miss you. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I missed you too. I had to deal with a partner who didn't talk a whole lot. Yeah, but he was sexy. I can't believe you just said that. Well, I took a, my spot. A right? Christmas cactus. I know it was great, but uh, he does sing and dance. He so does. I still dance better though. I, I don't believe that. Yeah. Well, uh, we spent a few weeks, Eric, since you weren't here, talking about some Christmas traditions. That is true. And uh, we also talked about the Christmas story. I was unapologetically a pastor that that day. That was probably a good week to do that, too. Yeah, especially because you yeah. weren't here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but we, we talked through the Christmas story. It was good. It was a very good discussion. And um, today we are going to do our year in review, which in 2020 doesn't Man. seem like it's going to be all that fun. It, a lot <laughs> happened this year. Yeah, when uh, as I was telling you in our our show prep, as I began to to just look through timeline wise what took place in 2020, I was like, oh, this is a lot more depressing than you I know, thought it was. You know, well, I gotta know what would you get for Christmas? That's a great question. Uh, I got uh, a snowsuit. I'm actually wearing the pants right now, not because there's snow, but because it's uh, uh, it's pretty cold outside. And uh, it, after this, I'm going fishing. You're going also. fishing, so you know I had to make sure I can yeah. be warm Good. on that fishing boat. So, um. But actually, for me, the the greatest gift this Christmas was watching my older daughter oh, okay. open gifts. And All right, I give it, I give, give it to her. It was, uh, it was that was cool. But my best personal gift was from my buddy here, oh, the new fishing rod and reel. I, I mean, have that was, scored. It was, it I was landed. actually, I, I mean, my wife would would tell you, uh, my mouth dropped to the floor. I could not believe what I opened. This isn't why I asked the question. I just want to know how you're. But I, went. but I saw that tube and I was like this has got to be a gag gift. Like he's got to be messing with me. Right. Right. Staff uh, white elephant gift, right? Yeah. Uh, but, but thank you for that. It was a, uh, it was an incredible gift that I certainly was not expecting. So, and now I get to catch steelhead with it. So that'll be fun. Hopefully, hopefully (laughs) I didn't get one last time. So hopefully I get one this time. That's right. What did you get? Man, I got, I got like, uh, the, I got like this tin of cookies that's added to my waistline. There you go. And, uh, and it's been it actually it kind of messed up dinner one night. There you go. And that was from you. It was from me. It was great. Yeah, that was my it, it, lousy attempt at being sneaky oh by whatever. trying to put it on your uh, doorstep. Whatever. Uh, yeah, that you got busted. Yeah, I did by your son and your daughter. Uh, yep, yep you uh, got busted. So how is the uh, the twelve days of coffee? Have you, know, you have you completed I, it? I have not completed it yet. Okay. Um, the twelve days is going to hopefully last like twelve months. Oh well, there you go. So is it good coffee? Uh, yes, I'm trying to be cautious with it. Okay. So it's like it's like each packet. Actually, the youth group gave me this. Yeah, like the, this whole packet of coffee. It's like it's like three cups, like per package, and it's like each package is a different flavor. And man, it's like heaven. <laughs> it is. It's been it's been good. So well, as as we as we thought through a gift for you, coffee is is the one thing where you can't it's strike the go, out. It's the go to. Got to admit it. So so just right, a, so back online here. Macro looking big picture at twenty twenty. Yeah. Um, what is something you've learned? In 2020 something I've learned I've learned um, um, that the DMV is extremely ridiculous <laughs> I agree with that <laughs> that's thing. what I' I have learned that um, that's probably not what you were wanting though <laughs> I mean hey that's that's uh, we're not we don't have to get deep I'm just saying like I, I would concur with that because uh, you know my last trip to the DMV, a little frustrating. <laughs> a little frustrating. A little frustrating to say the least. So, uh, but I am an Oregonian now. I do have Oregon plates on my car after a year plus. Of I did being see here, that. I did is see strange. that. Well, welcome aboard. Thanks. Yeah, I now have a license and a, and a plate. Do uh, you get stickers with it? Oh yeah. Okay. I'm good. So. I'm, I'm good till 2022. I'm 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 golden. Good. Well, I'm registered, but I don't have stickers for my plate, so I look like I'm illegal. Well, you better get that done before but, uh, December 31st. No, it's done. Oh, good. I'm, but they said your stickers will be there like in like 12 weeks. It's like, whatever. <laughs> That's so weird. Anyway, so I don't know. One thing I learned, I learned that, uh, uh, honestly, uh, you got to be flexible in life. <laughs> yeah. um, I always thought I was a flexible guy, but <laughs> this year has pushed that to the max, I think, for everybody. Yeah. Right? But, man, I've had to be flexible in things I did not know I could be flexible in. What are you doing the splits or no? I'm not even wearing spandex. I mean, just <laughs> just being flexible in life. Yeah, um, I, I I would say that's that's a that's a good one to learn, and I think everybody has had to learn that. It, it's some degree yeah. or some level yeah. this year. Everybody has learned how to just kind of roll with the punches because every day is different. Well, well, then I think the second big thing I think I've had to learn is how do you how do you talk to people about politics without getting in a fight yeah yeah i didn't learn that it's it i, yeah, didn't learn. I, don't, I don't know that i have failed that big either time. um But uh, I'm sure we'll get to at least some of... We're not going to talk about the politics, but we will talk about some political events that took place this year as we walk through the timeline. And uh, some of this stuff you'll remember. Some of it you probably don't want to remember, and some of it you probably don't remember because it wasn't really significant in your life. Yeah, exactly. Um, But some of it's significant in our lives or the church's life, and uh, uh, some of it is... uh, stuff that didn't happen here. But we'll start with uh, something that is probably personal for you, at least to a certain extent. I'm starting with my extra hot burrito today. There you go. Yeah. Extra hot. It is. I added extra jalapenos. Ew, gross. And I asked him to put a little bit of, of the jalapeno sauce, like the, you know, just drizzle it. Oh, that's gross. That's what she said. Ugh. That was great. Nasty. Oh, go ahead, though. Okay. So when we came into 2019... Uh, or 2020, out of 2019, uh, there was already something happening in our world that had a lot of significance at the time, and that was the Australian bushfires. Yep. Um, they they burned 47 million acres in, I think it was, was it Western Australia? Uh, Eastern. Eastern, okay. And uh, displaced thousands of people and killed at least 34. Yeah, people were jumping off the, off the shoreline into boats just to get away from the fire and drowned and died, and it was, it was bad. Yeah, I remember we had you had to do a, a video or announcement of some sort or something on Facebook that said that your son is safe because your son was oh, a yeah. missionary at the time out in Australia. Yeah, yeah so. people were asking, hey, what's Graydon doing? And he was safe. So he was Western Australia side. seemed to miss a lot of that. So Yeah, but that was that was definitely a uh huge a, a huge thing for Australia as a mm-hmm. country. Then uh I'm going to make a very brief statement about this because I don't know how many people would even care. I don't even know that you and I really care well, about this, but I'm going to state it anyway. This is not the show to just to bring things up that you don't think people care about. It, but it, but it's your interview. It, it's oh, something man. significant right. that happened. It's only happened once that in my lifetime. I don't know if it's once in your lifetime. You're getting romantic here. Prince Harry <laughs> I knew and it. wife Meghan Markle uh, decided care? to leave British royalty. I, I don't Again, I don't know. I'm sure. There, I know there are some women who watch, so maybe that's right. something that You're they right. care about. Uh, and, I, and I care, I really do. I don't care. <laughs> Again, I'm sure it's happened before, but it's never happened in my lifetime. So it does have significance in that you know a prince and his wife, who's not royalty, chose to leave royalty altogether, and you know they've moved to Canada, I think, or something. I don't know. They're a Canadian. I think like they might be here. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> I don't I don't watch entertainment news, so I, I don't know, but I just I noticed that on the on the timeline. I'm like I don't even know if I want to mention this, but there are people who probably do care about that, so might as well mention it. Well, I hope you care cuz we mentioned it. <laughs> so for me personally, there was a signif- for us together, there was a significant event on January 29th. There was. What was that event? It was here? my birthday. What else happened on that day? I had a party. With who? I had to share my birthday this year with with your daughter. That's right. My uh my youngest Clara. Yes. She uh she decided to to arrive on the planet at the same time as your birthday. It and is awesome. The funny thing for those of you who don't know us personally or don't go to our church, um how many weeks did you spend <laughs> talking about that? Uh from the day her due date? Like, a, yeah, like a year, like eight months out of the nine, I think. He From the time we got here, basically, even when we were interviewing, I think. Um, I predicted it. You said, she's going to be born on my birthday. And I'm like, that's like a week early. There's no way that's going to happen. I'm just saying prophecy right here. <laughs> and uh, her, her original due date, I think, was like February 4th or 5th or something like that. And, uh for her to come on your birthday is just one of the funniest. Things. I, could, I couldn't I mean, believe just it. Just awesome. It was great, and uh, I'll never forget you coming into into our room the first time. Which, I mean, now you look back and they they don't even allow. We, we were worried about the flu at the time, right? <laughs> right. When yeah, exactly. I haven't gone into coronavirus yet, but right. the flu was an issue that at that time, and so uh, we weren't supposed to have a whole lot of visitors, right? And. Uh, <laughs> You come in with Gabrielle and your wife, and you're wearing Christmas hats and stuff. It was great. <laughs> her uh, birthday hats. Uh-huh. It, was a, it was quite fun uh, to have you. And we got some good pictures out of that, so that was good. Um. So I got a life partner in crime now. You do. So so as she gets like older and we hang out more and I get to mentor her a little bit more. Oh, dude, you're in trouble. <laughs> That's a scary thing That would be great. <laughs> so also in January, uh, talking about a... Uh, epidemic or pandemic now, the uh, WHO officially announced COVID-19 as a dangerous and lethal uh, virus, yep. which was uh, the start of what has been a very, very, very long, long road in 2019 or 2020. Well, I remember we, we all sat there and we're like, whatever. Yeah, because well, it was in China at the time. Right. And, uh, you know, I, it wasn't long after that, that our president decided to ban travel from, from China. So we thought we were yep. safe and um uh, again there will be more comments about this later but uh that was obviously not the case <laughs> right um january 29th uh, was also a very bad day uh, even though it was a good day for us personally it was a bad day for the world um particularly sports yep. fans uh that was the day that kobe bryant his daughter gianna and seven others died in a helicopter crash, which uh, unfortunately I think for everybody was recorded and then put out all over the news and uh, internet. And so everybody who wanted to, who had morbid sense of of curiosity, went and watched. I was one of them, and there's nothing more horrific than watching a a helicopter like that just crash into the side of a mountain. So um, one of the greatest, if not the greatest basketball player, I mean, some people argue that, I don't, but one of the greatest basketball players, certainly to ever live, right. and uh, a, a really good man uh, to boot. So, so that's that's January. Do you have anything else for January? Yeah, it's just my birthday with Clara. That's amazing that that was all in one month. Yeah, it was great. Think a great way to start. Good 2020. Start. Good start to the year. Yeah, yeah. It was a good kickoff. Uh, then, uh, very early into February, we had the impeachment, February fifth of Donald Trump. Now, yep, that was that's actually it started. That's well, that's actually when they impeached him. But the, the process was a whole lot longer than that. Right. It started in, what, October, November of the previous year okay. or something like that, I think. But uh, It seems like it's been forever. It, it seemed like a really long time. Um, but uh, ultimately, he was acquitted by the Senate. We're not going to make a political statement on whether that's good or bad. But um, he was impeached, which is a significant event. It's only happened two other times in our history uh, as a country. So yep. I would say it's a significant thing yep. that he was impeached. Um, no president, though, has ever been removed. Just a trivia note for right. you: Three have been impeached, but neither. Of the it's three been close. close. It's been close. Uh, then also in uh, February, this is another uh, kind of disappointing thing, I suppose. Uh, we all know about Harvey Weinstein, a famous director and producer and whatever filmmaker. Um, he uh, he began probably <laughs> not to his probably right. to his own dismay. He began what is now called the Me Too movement. Yeah, he started his, his own conviction. movement. Yeah, yeah. Um, his abuse of women and um, whatnot, uh, that was in February, and so that's been uh, go- ongoing now, um, which now leads us into March, which for our church and for us was started out on, with a bang. I mean, it was a great, right. great start to March. Yeah, we started with our 70th anniversary. Like, our church is 70 years old, and um, it's kind of a, a weird year to celebrate a church anniversary. Uh, usually it's, you know you go 75 then you go 100 um but you know it was on the heart to hey let's let's party at 70 so we partied at 70 and uh, man great weekend um it's amazing when you t- look at that in hindsight <laughs> that was the last time we got together as a church that was that was yeah the next week we were closed because um, of covid so we had a party <laughs> we had a party and we didn't even talk about it that day you yep. know i mean it was like it was like covid didn't exist it was amazing how fast things went. That's yep. where we'll get next. Um, March 9th was when uh, c- cases started popping up in the United States, um, pretty significant at this point, and the stock market crashed. Um, which for me, I'm somewhat of a history buff. So when I when the stock market crashed that day, uh, I, I hearkened back in my mind to all that I've learned about the 20s and when the stock stock market crashed in 29. And I'm thinking, oh man, <laughs> we're in big trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, it was the largest single day loss in the history of the Dow Jones, which, right? I mean, the Dow Jones is the big one. And to see that happen was pretty, I wouldn't say I was worried, but I mean, I, I personally thought, well, this is a lot more significant than just a virus now. Yeah, well, I mean, I, 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 I panicked. I, I mean, all of us lost a lot in our retirement funds that mm-hmm. day. But even though it was the biggest day loss, it was the market was still higher than it had been in previous years. I mean, we did we didn't dip below um, you know, the last ten years of, of the right. market. So even though we had this market and then the dip, I mean it's a huge dip. It went down to eighteen, you know, and now we're up to like thirty, almost thirty one. So I mean so it's, it has recovered. It's, it's recovered greatly. Uh following- <laughs> I'm not even closer to retirement, but at least something came back. I got a few more pennies. There you go. Uh, March 23rd, for those of you who are Oregonians, uh, you will remember that day. Uh, that was the day that Governor Kate Brown mm. issued a, the first stay-at-home order uh, for the entire state. <laughs> the first? Um, and, yeah, because that was the beginning. Has there ever of what, been a second? We've never been out of our house yet. Uh, I mean, that's what's begun what we call the COVID-19 right. lockdowns. Yep. We've had a series of them at this point. I mean, it's been on and off, on and off, on and off, but... Uh, March twenty third was the beginning for at least Oregonians. It actually happened in other states earlier. But do you remember the fear that came over everybody? Yeah, I do. Uh, and I mean, it's kind of continued for some, um, you know. But the the terror in some of the people that we know uh, was was palpable. I mean, you could f- you could feel it when you talked to them. the the, yeah. the, the terror in their eyes and their voice. Yeah, and then the the run on toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, forgot to add that. That's right. Run on it's, toilet paper. Run, get it run on toilet paper. Anyway. Um <laughs> That's so gross. I know. It, it's the morning burrito. Oh man. Um But yeah, just the fear that came over everybody as we took those first, you know, 14 days. Uh, was it 14 days the first round? Uh might have been longer, it seemed might've like it might have been a I think little it was bit like longer. four weeks. Might have been two three yeah, it was somewhere between two and four, four yeah. weeks. I don't remember. It, it was a long time and and, and it was It was hard for me because I'm a go, 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 go guy. And you asked earlier what one thing I learned. Um, I think that pushed me. After the first three weeks, I began to see, okay, God's given us something here in 2020 to relax, slow down, and not have to live life with a full calendar like I've always lived my whole career. Yeah. You know? And um, so I... This year, I've worked really hard at not filling my calendar as full as it was pre-COVID. You know, I just thought of something that happened in that time, that first lockdown, that we didn't write down. Did you gain your 15? Uh, I mean, I probably, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I was I, I was heavy, so I'm, I'm still heavy. No, do you remember what we did while locked down here at the church? Oh, man. Do you remember the significant thing that we did over the course of a couple days? Uh the closet in the shop. Oh. Yeah. We threw a lot of stuff away. 2 2 and a 2 and a two, quarter tons. Yeah. Of trash. Yeah, we cleaned house people, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We uh, and I think we came back right about the time of Easter. I think that's when uh that's when we came back. So it had to be about <laughs> 3 or 4 weeks. Um yeah. But we I, seized the moment. But I, good. I, remember we, you were like, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna take advantage of this. We're gonna clean house, and so we cleaned. And we didn't have to do it at night this time because nobody could leave their house. That's true. It was great. Um, no, but it was nice to finally have you know a shop you can get the van into and all of that. It was it was pretty it was pretty nice. Um, was a lot of work though. That was, a, that, was, a it was. It was. that was a lot of trash. It was. It was a lot of trash. In May, uh, we saw. Uh, after all of the shutdowns, as things opened up a little bit across, started opening up across the country. Um, we had several, uh, deaths of African Americans at the hands of police officers. Uh, we're not going to argue justified or unjustified. That's not what this is for. Um, but it did spark, um, a lot of protesting and violence across cities across the country. Mm -hmm. And, uh, that has changed, I think, I mean, we're, we were already in a process of change with racial uh, justice and racial in, uh, issues. Um, but I think that has, uh, at least for a good long while now, has changed the makeup of our country. Would you agree with that, that that was a significant change in our country? It was, yeah, I think it was a significant change. Um, I'm not sure it was all good. Um, no, I, I'm, and I'm, I'm, yeah. And and we're not getting into that, but I'm not sure it was all bad, either. Um, but yeah, huge, huge. I think it forced people to have some conversations, mm-hmm. um, especially conversations even in the church. Um, and, you know, it's it's pushed, um, I mean, I'll take the church side of things. Um, it's pushed uh, some darkness into some areas uh, in, in the Christian life. Um, but it's also shed some light in some of uh, the dark areas too. So, um, yeah, it, it's it's definitely added a a balance um, as far as conversation goes. And one thing you have to learn is how how do you have those conversations? Yeah, you know, I mean, we have people. We gotta to talk to our kids about racism and about violence and about what's going on. Um, it's like we've never had that conversation before. Yeah, um, but. But we have, um, so it brought some things to light, and it was, yeah, it was definitely a, it was a scary time. Yeah, you know, I mean, for for us, especially because we live so close to Portland and Seattle, and uh, you know, the those were two of the epicenters of the protests. Right. I mean, still are. Uh, certainly, Portland is still part of it. Um, you know, it's 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 scary when you see cities bend, Portland, uh, Salem, are all having these violent protests, and you wonder. Are they coming to us? Are we going to see that in our own town? Because there's nothing we want less than people getting hurt in our town over over right. anything, for, but specifically racism. Because you would think racism would be a pretty simple thing. Don't be racist. <laughs> you, you would think, but we're not that smart sometimes. I guess. Yeah, we're not. Um, so we kind of referenced this earlier, but uh, this has been the, actually the last two years, but certainly 2020 has been the year of political division. Yep. And- uh, we we saw an interesting Democratic uh, party uh, primary that ended in June, and uh, with Joe Biden obviously becoming the the candidate for the Democrats, uh, that was actually fairly interesting. There was a I mean, were what forty five different candidates at one point, something like that. Yep. <laughs> Republicans it in was- twenty sixteen had about the same amount, um, but for Joe Biden, you know, he's he's an old man. There's no. Shading it for him to rise to the top of that crop is actually pretty interesting. Uh, an old white guy <laughs> makes it to the top, yep. um, but he was the former vice president, so good for him. Uh, that happened in June, and then, uh, and then this is this is significant. The murder hornet. Yeah, you know, I actually thought we saw one of those. Like we were camping, and uh, we had this hornet show up, and we we kind of freaked out. So we put it in a baggie and took it down to the little forest. You know, girl that runs the the camp, and that's nah, not a murder hornet. Man, it was looking like a murder hornet. Um, actually, were, those, were those ever real? Did yeah, they actually. Uh, just a few weeks ago, I guess it was probably more than a few weeks now. Yeah, Six. We're in it's December, in like November, but uh, they actually got rid of one of the nests. They found a nest, and and was it in your backyard? <laughs> no. It's okay, in Washington. We're not Washington. Um, but yeah, the murder hornet. I mean, that's an Asian. Hornet and yeah. uh, say they have the potential to kill humans. I mean, yeah. that's that's pretty crazy. Uh, of course, that had to happen in 2020 after everything we've already talked what about. What else could go that way, right? <laughs> murder Hornets. Uh, then we had, uh, on August 4th, the explosion in Beirut, yeah, which huge. is not a funny thing at all. Huge. Um, it killed 190, injured a whole lot more than that. Yep. But there is something, at least a little humorous, if you look at it. Somebody um, wasn't thinking. Somebody wasn't thinking because they put... Almost three tons or 3,000 pounds, rather, of uh, ammonium nitrate, which is a highly explosive material. Next to another highly explosive material. Yeah, next to fireworks. Right. <laughs> a really, really intelligent uh, decision right there. Um, and, and obviously, it had deadly consequences. You know, that day that that story broke on the news, um, I went right back to 9 11. The the video was absolutely horrific. Yeah, I I just went back because I didn't know what the story was. I I was getting into the story late and um, I was looking at the pictures and I went right back to 9 11 thinking, man, another part of the world's been hit. And in the middle of everything else that we're dealing with, you know, from murder horns and corona to, you know, the political scene, um, I I just remember I'm sitting there and I'm looking at my computer screen and I'm, I'm like, oh, Lord. Help, help us, help Help us, help us as a team know how to lead our people in this. And then to find out it was <laughs> fireworks and uh, chemicals. Um, yeah, I mean, I was thankful it wasn't. Did they ever say it was terrorism? No. Because they, they, they said it, it, so. it was accidental. Yeah. So, just, yeah, that was big, though. It was, that was, it big. was a bad decision. I mean, yeah. A really, really stupid decision. Yeah. And, and I mean, it had devastating consequences. Yep. Beirut, I mean, kind of shook the earth. Literally. Yeah. But I mean it, it changed that, that city. I mean that city was a very large chunk of it was yeah. destroyed. Um do you see the video by the way of the uh that couple that had just gotten married when that thing went off? They were taking pictures. Hmm. Yeah, there's a video of this, oh, yeah. this young couple that had just gotten married in Beirut. Yeah, I did see that. And the the, the bride is in her dress and you know whatever, and then all of a sudden you just see the yeah. r- rush of wind and dust and stuff. Yeah. Um just just amazing. Um now, the summer was not all bad. Summer wasn't bad. Um, you know, we had a lot of bad things that took place in the summertime. But what what were some of the good things that happened in the summer of twenty twenty for us as a church? Well, I worked on my tan a little bit. You were not very successful. Well, I was. I was. I had. I had a line actually. Uh, my Farmers wife likes. Tan. Well, she doesn't like the farmer tan thing, but she doesn't ever get anything other than that. So. Um, I know that's too much information, but, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think for, uh, for summertime, it was, a it was a relief just to get outside and get back with people. Um, you know, we were kind of a little more lax in whatever the COVID shutdowns were at that time. Um, except for, you know, with church goes, we had a, we went outside uh, to the park and, you know, that was great. People really liked being out in the park and doing that. In fact, we actually had a porta potty. That was like we a did. huge was, thing was, for that was, us that was this year. Neat. So we go to the church, or we go to have church in the park and of course all the restrooms are closed and they uh you know it's like for whatever reason. But um a man at our church has a has a company and said, "Hey, we'll give you a porta potty." So we went every Sunday morning out to his place, hooked it up to the tailgate, pulled the porta potty in, parked it in the lot and it, anyway, that was it that was, was huge. It was huge. It was a big deal for us. I, I mean, mean cuz we have we have we have people that they need a restroom, you know? Well, and, and up, and until, up and, and until we started doing the church in the park, yeah. we had seen a lot of people that we could not see. Right. There was a lot of our, which our, is great. our personalists that we were not able to be yep. around. And for us to be able to be outside and we had, you know, at different points, mm-hmm. 120, 130 people yeah. in the park, it was amazing. And now we're back inside and we don't see those people anymore, which is sad. We miss you. Well, church watching. in the park is a little difficult when it's ninety yeah, degrees outside. I know. It's like, hey, build a fire and go. They'll come. So. One of the things that maybe people don't quite understand or realize, um, unless they're affected directly by it, is that in this time of pandemic, there are certain things that we have taken for granted that have gone away or have changed very drastically. Things like funerals, right? And as pastors, uh, we know that. But um, explain that a little bit. The, the well, let's 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 back up before you get to the funeral, though. Um, you got you got the ER visit. Oh yeah, um, well that's true. It, that usually happens before the funeral, um, but. You know we can't go to the hospital anymore, and and I like to I just that's part of who my who I am my, part of my heart is is be there with people when their needs are and man I've had to really try to I've struggled this year over that because um, now I no longer get a phone call saying anybody's in the hospital I can't go see them at the hospital I can't go to the ER with them and they've been in the hospital out of the hospital for a month before I ever get a phone call now going like oh yeah we were in the hospital and mm-hmm. I mean so that's that's been hard. Um, but same thing with people that have been near near the end of their life um, has been hard um, because we don't know the details, you right. know, because we're not in we're not in relationship the way the church is supposed to be in relationship right now. And even though we try, we try, we try, and we're working really hard at it. Right. Um, but yeah, funerals. We've lost some good good people this year, um, and not to COVID, but um, but not being able to have have their their memorial services. Um, ha, has been hard and and not to be able to go hug the spouse extremely difficult right not to be able to have the church come alongside them and you know um food and all that yeah things. i mean it's been it's been very hard um so yeah the loss of life this year um has been has been a very hard thing to Deal it's with not just a church. It's not just us either. I mean, no. you have pastor friends all across the country. Yeah, I mean, it's, all of mine have had real difficulty with it. It's the same. I and mean, like we have one man in our church who had who did have COVID. You know, he's on a he's up in the hospital. He's been there for I forget how many days, but uh, like 19 days on a ventilator. And you know, can't go see him. Can't can't go pray for him. Um, used to be a pastor you could get in about anywhere, right, right to a hospital. Um, nope. You know, can't can't do that. Um, but the flip side of the funeral is that there's also new life. Right. Um, you know, these uh, uh <laughs> quarantine's been good for some families. Um, quarantine had had some downtime, I think, cuz now we have all these babies being born. <laughs> um, yeah. Is there a name for quarantine babies that are being born? Does anybody know? Uh, I don't know cuz my baby wasn't one of them. So, we, I'm we, not we sure. should coin that. What are you going to coin it? I'm not really sure. Q babies? Q babies? The QDs? That's an orange. But it's true. Yeah. Anyway, so quarantine babies, I mean, they're they're kind of popping out right and left here. Um, yep. We've lately. had, what, two, three, two, three, three four? four. Yeah, four. Like and that. I know there's, uh, well, I can't say much. but Although, they aren't really quarantine babies because while they were born during quarantine, they weren't conceived during quarantine. If you do the math backwards and most of those, it starts in March. Mm, okay. April. I'll have to do that. I don't Do know. that. I did that. Okay. I'm I, sure you did. I checked up did. on somebody. I was like, oh, it's a quarantine. Because I was going to do as a sermon illustration. So... <laughs> I'm sure that's right, right. coming. I know that's what pastor. I look forward do, to that. But but you know, new life though. I mean, they're, they're, yeah. they're the cutest little little things and they're just running around all over the place. It's so. it's some of the bright spots. It's yeah. like one of the big bright spots of a year that has yeah. been very difficult for many. But still, even new life is difficult because we can't show you off. Right. Like, you know, like well, I mean, they're not here. Uh, one of our one of our church people a couple of weeks ago, uh, they said to they said to me, Pastor Michael, your daughter is getting so big. And I'm like, it didn't dawn on me until she's supposed to. As I thought about it, I was like, "Oh, they probably haven't seen much of her since March." Yeah, when she was a tiny, tiny little baby. Because, yeah. in fact, anniversary weekend was the first weekend we brought her to church, and that was the last oh. uh, until we reopened. That was the last time we, right? You know, we had her at church, wow. other than right. in the park. So good. Um. Yeah. Well, August uh, did not. Uh, it started what. I would deem as the cancer deaths of celebrities because there were several cancer deaths that began in August. Well, let's, let's let's go back and talk to life for a second, though. Okay. Before you go back into the funeral mode, um, because because we have baptisms. Um, oh yeah, during during the summer. That was you fun. know, uh, we did baptisms out at the out at the river, which is that was freezing cold. cold. Um, <laughs> I'd never experienced anything quite like that before. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I saw you. You, you he was dan- You were dancing in the water only because you were cold, yeah. like. He laughed at me because I had like a <laughs> blanket and a towel, and I was, I was, I was cold. It was cold. You get to a certain level in water, and it's just you're done. It was what, but like fifty five degrees. I don't. It's too cold. Whatever it is. Um, but we also baptized in the park, um, mm-hmm. and I've never baptized anybody in the park with just a bucket of water. But uh, one of our ladies um, uh, had cancer, and. And this you know she's going through getting life in order as as one would, you know right. in her situation. and I went to the park baptized her. Um, it was great. you know Christ is big in her life and um, then the church entered with her into some prayer and fasting, which we're going to talk about in our church anyway, coming here uh, later this month and doing that in February actually, 21 days of prayer and fasting. but um, through that time with us as a church praying for her, she sent me a note two weeks ago. Said pastor, did you hear this? Yes, I heard. She, I couldn't believe it. She, she said, "She's internet, her, Emily. This is for you, uh, Emily." Emily said, "Pastor, doctor said I am ninety nine point ninety nine 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 percent cancer free. Unbelievable, miracle. unbelievable. I planned her an funeral. Miracle. Yeah. I planned her funeral this summer with her. I mean, we talked about it. We talked about her funeral multiple times. Yeah. On the staff. Yeah. And yeah, talked about you know <laughs> what was going to happen. That was and great. It just I. You talk about a lady who is prepared." To go to see Jesus, and then Jesus is like, oh, no, 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 no. just kidding. Hold on, just kidding. I got something else yeah. more more important for you. Right, that's now. our God. Anyway, so yeah, it's big. So we had lots of new life this summer, and we have we have another uh, patient, uh, patient, uh, another person in our church. Well, they're who, a patient. She is a patient, <laughs> um, but she was given in January a four month or so right. life expectancy, and she's still alive. Yep. And it's December, you know, and she's in Danielle, this one's for you. Another miracle. I, yep. She's not cancer free at this point, but I mean, she has had an amazing turnaround and be able to survive as long as she has. And, and it's, you know, we pray it continues. Um, and then we have also Nancy uh, Mm -hmm. from our church (laughs) and there, these are stories that are countless across the country of people who have seen miracles, um, in Mm -hmm. the midst of the the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. Um, but we have seen uh, several celebrities um, in between August and now that have died of right. cancer-related issues, the first of which was on August 28th. We learned of the death of Black Panther star Chadwick Boseman. Uh, he died of colon cancer, um, which I didn't even know he had colon cancer until he died. Um, I don't know if I just missed that or whatever, but um, he was he was an amazing actor. Uh, sad to see him him lose his life. And he was young, too. I mean, he was in early 40s. Um but then uh, another seriously significant event for the United States again, 2020 just makes sense for this to happen. The wildfires in California, Idaho, Washington, Oregon—I mean, totally they crazy. were unbelievable. As somebody who's never really been through a wildfire, mm-hmm. um, you know, we had bush, uh, brush fires and things over in Oklahoma, but nothing like the wildfires out here. Um, and what I'll never forget. Uh, having now gone through it, is the smoke that lasted for mm-hmm. days and days. We took that trip down to the retreat center for our fall retreat to go check it out. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, going through the smoke was just crazy. It took me back to the plagues in the Old Testament. Mm. It's kind of like, man, it is dark. yeah, And you can't breathe. You couldn't get away from it. You remember we were driving down that one road... And we looked out to our left and saw the sun rising. Yeah, it was totally. But cool. it was like it was like orange because yeah. of the smoke. It really wasn't the sun. You can see how big the sun actually is. It was unreal. Yeah. I, I had never it's seen cool. anything quite like it before, um, and it did a lot of damage. It dis- displaced thousands of families, um, mm-hmm. wiped we were, out cities. Uh, the Nazarene Church, as a denomination, has done a amazing job helping with care packs and, and mm-hmm. trying to help people. Um, we had a how many churches in Oregon were burned? Was it one, two? Oh, um, I, don't, I think there were a few. That uh, were, yeah, I don't there remember. Were, there were leveled because of the fires. I mean, it was amazing. Um, just, uh, just another 2020ism, I guess. Uh, then we had September eighth, eighteenth. Uh, Justice Ginsburg of the Supreme Court passed away. Yep. Second woman to ever sit on the Supreme Court, and uh, you know, obviously a, a leader in women's rights. And uh, yep. brought up a lot of conversation. Brought up a lot of conversation. Happened obviously right before. The, the, the election, which caused all kinds of chaos with yep. the new Supreme Court justice being nominated and elected uh, to replace her or uh, appointed rather. Uh, then we had October 2nd, President Trump tested positive for COVID-19. Yep. Uh, interesting. Uh, October 6th, rock and Eddie Van Hal- Halen had cancer and lost. Um, November 3rd, Joe Biden won the presidency over Donald Trump. Now, obviously, it took a lot longer for that to be decided, but it did happen on November 3rd. Uh, and then November eighth, Alex Trebek, longtime Jeopardy host, died of stage four pancreatic cancer. Um, but the good news, the the last piece, at least in in you know national international news, I guess, uh, from this year, December fourteenth was the day that the COVID nineteen vaccine from Pfizer began rolling out, marking the fastest creation of a vaccine in, yeah. a, in history. I mean, that is absolutely amazing. What a, what a cool thing that our our scientists, our doctors we able to go from January to December and create a vaccine out of nothing, a virus that ha- did not exist previously. That's that is, that is something to marvel at. Again, technology a miracle. Yep. Uh, that's, that's, a, that's just amazing to me. Yep. It's, uh, it's one of those wonders. Uh, you know, the, as I look back on 2020, um, from my perspective, one of the things that has uh, just been awesome to watch is um, as we get, you know, we talk about getting personal with HermNAS, um, one of the things that I've been able to watch with our people, uh, but more specifically our student ministry, uh, I have a lot of friends in student ministry, you have a lot of friends in student ministry, and a lot of student ministries have struggled uh, this during this pandemic, mm-hmm. but to see our student ministry grow, our student ministry thrive in the midst of pandemic, um, to be able to f- have a... a a summer camp, uh, even though it was our own summer camp, we made it happen this year um, to have lock-ins, to have uh, fall retreat. Mm-hmm. Um, those things are, uh, I have friends who didn't get that stuff to happen in their churches. And so uh, our students have thrived in the midst of this. Now, school is a whole other discussion right. for probably another day, but um, but our kids have really thrived. And that's that's been really cool to watch. And I, I think our people have noticed that and taken note of it, which has been neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, our church in a whole has thrived. Um, you know, if you look at if you look at Herm-Naz and how we've handled the, the pandemic, um, it actually for us started. I believe back last October uh, when we were on staff retreat, <laughs> and uh, we talked about what's the theme for the year. And the theme for the year was living living the gospel twenty twenty, and the tagline was keeping Jesus of the gospel in the gospel. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, if that was not our foundation for this year, we probably would be like a lot of those other churches. Um, we, we. I mean, you gave a whole countless list of things that could have taken our vision off of Jesus in the gospel and gone like rabbit trail, right? Right. Uh, I mean, rabbits could have ran around the world this year if you think about it. Why not? It's 2020. It could happen. Um, but, but we didn't. You know, we were able to stay, stay strong. And yeah, I mean, our student ministry has has not missed a beat. Um, you know, you and your staff have worked extremely hard. At keeping that going, and um, even even right down to this weekend, having you know New Year's Eve uh, lock in. So, you know, a lot of churches aren't doing that and those kinds of things. But, um, but I watch our church, and and I go back to um, the prayer and fasting. You know, that followed that theme when we introduced it last December mm-hmm. last what January. Um, we did prayer and fasting, and and that has has kept us on this this path of we're still the church. And I think with COVID this year in twenty twenty, it's pushed us outside the lines. Right. Sure. It's pushed the church in new ways, um, new ways of thinking, kinda of way back even in those of you that go to church and know anything about the church in, in Acts, it kind of puts us back in the church of Acts of you don't need a building. You just need the people right. and uh and you're the church wherever you are. And and that's that's been kind of a reminding concept for some that have been around the church for, you know, millions of years. Um and then it's been a new concept for those that have been maybe here for hundreds of years, but it's a it, it's a totally foreign thing for a lot of people, part of our church because they don't know anything about church. So they're like, "Well, we got to have church in the building," and you really don't, you know. Well, <clears throat> I mean, this is kind of a microcosm what we're doing right here. Right. Exactly. This, I, I don't. This was born out of COVID. I don't know if COVID nineteen doesn't happen if this right happens. Right. Um, which so, is pretty amazing. So let me ask you one one yeah. last question. Um, how has this year, how has 2020 changed you? Oh, well, it's it, yeah, priorities. Um, I am more relaxed. Um, I, I mean, in my mind, I'm more relaxed. In my heart, I'm more relaxed. Um, I see, I think, I think I see things with a different urgency, like my urgency perspective scale. Um, it's weighted different. Yeah. Um, and and so that's been kind of strange, actually, to look back on that. Um, so I think I think how I approach things is a, a little bit different. Um, so yeah, what about you? I don't know. That's a it's an interesting question for me because I think I've learned a lot. Um, you know, there's I could go through a whole litany of things that just um, from a logistical standpoint as a pastor that I've learned. Um, but it, but what has changed me is that. When I look at ministry, there are things that, for the entirety of my career as a pastor, um, I thought were important. Right. That now I know are not right. important, um, or at least less important. And the thing that matters most is relationship. And if if I get the relationship part right with my students and with my worship team and in our church as a whole, then. You know the other stuff; it falls in line behind it. You know the administration is important, but it's not nearly as important as the relationship. Right. And uh, it also, I guess, the other thing is the the reminder. It was a good reminder this year that the church is not a building; the church is a people. And um, yep. you know, church online has not been easy. And I think from us from us as a staff, it's not been something we want to do. <laughs> we would we would prefer not to do church online uh, all the time, but, um, we have become more flexible. So I guess that's another change. I I mean, I'm a much more, I've always been that type a guy. So like I need things planned. 2020 has basically wrecked all of my plans. Yeah. We've wrecked you on that one. Yeah. I, I am not, I'm much more capable of spontaneous stuff. I mean, we go back to our design for Christmas. It took what, 16 different, uh, (laughs) Yeah. Like permutations of our plan yeah. to make the Christmas design on our stage. And it happen. still isn't the way we had it. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I, I, but you know what? I also have learned, I guess this is the, the last piece, is that I've learned to be more positive and to look at things through a glass half full as opposed to a glass half empty uh, perspective um, because God has really moved in the midst of a horrific year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, you can't do anything but say thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he, he really has. Um, I I think all of us, you know, so so bring this right down home to to us here at Hermnaz, and maybe you can in your church too. Uh, if you can look at your church and how you're involved in your church, and if you're not involved in a church, uh, man, jump in because there is no greater um, business or company or group of people on the planet Earth uh, other than the church. I mean, there is life that happens, and life only happens in the church when we jump in and get involved. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, our church has been so cool this year. Because uh, I think we have it down now through different avenues and different venues of how we can do service. Um, we can switch within thirty minutes and mm-hmm. and go a totally different direction. With you know, do we do it in this set? Do we do it in that set over there? Or do we go over this side of the room and do a set? Or do we go to the worship center? Do we go to the park? Um, our houses. Yeah, our houses. I think our wives are pretty happy. That uh, yeah. it's not happening in our house. Yeah. Well, I did. I, well, I did it in my house for Christmas Eve. Um, that was interesting, but it took us back to some memories of. This is chaotic, you know, <laughs> but but we do um, things so different uh, yeah. anymore as a church, and our people have been so faithful. They have gone, you've gone with us, Hermnas, um, around every corner, um, from a lockdown to, hey, you know what, um, we got to do things different this week, and you've registered for church online. Um, you financially have been. Um, Praying and listening and acting on what God's been telling you to do uh, in the realm of spiritual stewardship with your finances, um, and because of all that, we're able to do ministry yet here in our local town and in our our community and our county and uh, even around the world, um, yeah. sending money uh, to help people. But uh, but it's been it's been it's been a good, hard, difficult, interesting, thriving, educational year yeah and don't don't ask the question can 2021 be any worse yeah because um let's not do that (laughs) yeah and i don't want to repeat it yeah let's not repeat i don't want to repeat it so i'm i'm really excited because on january 1 you know what happens it's a whole new year it's a new year but you know what else happens what sturgeon season opens oh well that's good it is good. I'm excited for that. You got to be excited. I just want to watch. I don't You're... necessarily need, even need to fish. I just want to watch. No, you need to get one of those. I want to see. I want to see one pull you into the water. because no. that would be funny. I want to break a pole this year. I want one so big it'll break a pole. I've seen other guys break poles, and I'm like, I want to be that guy. So anyway, so tell it. Tell us about what next week has for us. Next week is all about um, it's the I will new see year. You next year, you, you actually you will. You will. Um, which is only yeah. Anyway, so. Um, <laughs> So next week, you ever do a resolution? Oh man, yeah. Do you uh, ever succeed? No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Never. So so next week, I think we need to talk about why people set themselves up to fail. You know, it's it's a it's a question that has plagued me. Uh, you know, every year you come up with these series for youth groups or for churches. You know, big big church, and you 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 try to you know talk about the New Year's resolution thing, and I don't think we ever get answers. Well, they're good for like two days. Like yeah. I think they have a forty-eight hour cap. Anyway, so that's like next week. Let's do that next week. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll talk. Why do we set ourselves up to fail? Um, and not just resolution-wise, but um, but the whole idea of <laughs> we are not smart when it comes to resolutions. No. So anyway, let's let's talk that next time. So you can find us on YouTube, Facebook Live. You can find us on uh, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, uh, Anchor.fm FM. Are sponsoring. Uh, app that helps us do this every weekend. And of course, thank you to HermNaz, to our church for uh, allowing us and providing for us the, uh, the avenue to be able to put on this podcast each week for you. We'll see you next week, 10 o'clock on Tuesday. See ya!